0: Hello, and welcome to Agile Individuals and Interactions, episode 12. Today's topics, is Scrum the only way to do Agile and marketing yourself as a Scrum Master? My guest this episode is Jack Hughes. Hello! Hi mate, thanks for having me on. How are you? I am good, I am good. Thank you for joining. Uh, Do tell us a little bit about yourself
1: and what you do. So yeah, Jack Hughes, Agile Coach, Scrum Master, um, run a small little business called Everyday Agile. Just uh, your typical, well I like to think not so typical boutique consultancy looking at... Agile coaching, Scrum mastery training, with a more um, tailored and personal approach. That's probably the the helicopter view. But thank you for having me on. Looking forward to the chat. Not all.
0: Sure. I you know I quite enjoy your your little bite sized videos lately <laughs> on LinkedIn. Oh, thank you very much. I will talk about those later. Actually, in uh, in the second topic. But let's get started with. Is Scrum the only way to do Agile? And I think I picked this following something that you wrote on LinkedIn, either an article or an opinion. You know, is there another way to do
1: it, It, you know? Oh, I think, yeah. So it might have been a video, maybe Mm. organizational agility in large, large organizations. I think I said something along the lines of it's understandable, but not sustainable. Because Scrum is the thing that is, is the framework, the topic that comes up when agile is the center of the conversation, which mm. is understandable. It's the most popular thing. A lot of people talk about it, although it's been around coming up to 25 years. It's still quite um, a new thing in a lot of large organizations. And, and and you have to empathize or we have to empathize with why people hone in on that particular framework but i suppose it's up to us as if you look at all the stances of the scrum master uh, sorry a scrum master and agile coach teacher coach mentor i don't know teacher and educator are probably in the same bracket but it's up to us to educate individuals in organizations that, that scrum is a good tool but mm-hmm. it's not um, and it's but it's not the tool it's not the only way to um to achieve agility um, and in saying that it, there is the other side of the coin where if you're going to do it, we might as well try and do it to the best of our ability but if it, if it's not working or if you know in these large organizations and I'm sure you've worked in a few as I have scrum maybe just isn't fit for purpose and I think Mm, let's mm. get comfortable. I remember the video that you're referencing now, actually. Let's not, let's stop, let's stop saying we're doing Scrum when we're really not. And what do Uh, I mean by that? Yeah, I like that one as well. Yeah, so, so there's only so far away from the guide we can get before we're just fundamentally not doing Scrum and arguably not releasing or not having potentially releasable product increments at the end of each sprint, Mm. arguably that isn't scrum, right? And that is fine. But let's, let's get comfortable with the uncomfortable conversation in terms of, do you know what? We're trying our best. We're not, we're not doing scrum to, to, to its full potential. These are the reasons why. And let's, let's work on those reasons. I feel that sometimes, especially in larger organizations, it sounds very good. It's a good sound soundbite saying, we are using Scrum. When you peel back those layers, when you open the, the car bonnet, are you really? Mm-hmm. And again, the answers are absolutely fine, but let's talk about those answers. I think that's what I was getting at in that particular opinion. But
0: there's, there's a couple of things I can say. You, you can do Scrum without being agile, and you can be agile without doing Scrum. Yeah. And about the <laughs> potentially releasable increment, uh, there's a, there was there was an ongoing conversation about a project where months in, there was no potentially releasable increment. So the velocity yeah. was purely theoretical and, and none of it was realized um, due to some very basic stuff onto a better word that was missing. And, and the other one is you know, Scrum doesn't necessarily fix your problems, but it will expose them if you do it properly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And,
0: and then there's a, this there's a, there's a whole thing of, you know, is Scrum the best approach? Is Lean the best approach? Is Kanban the best approach? Or something a bit looser? There was one team, there was, well, was a group of teams I was working with, and we were working on about 20, to twenty-five projects at the same time, and it was all done by exception. So the teams were very much self-managing, and if there was an issue, I'd get involved. And there was a weekly call. They, that team did really well, you know, a hundred pieces of work delivered in, in a year, and uh, or a hundred small changes, and and that's where. You think oh we're so agile look at all our processes and tools <laughs> yeah, yeah i, I think I, I think i think i say also, i say that with sarcasm before anyone yeah, misunderstands yeah. Uh-huh.
1: i think um it's important to understand also that i it's very it's very all very well me sitting here you sitting here expressing this opinion the reality is mm. If I'm a scrum master in an organization, it's quite it's you, you it's quite a brave thing to say, look, Mr. or Mrs. Miss Ms, whatever, leader, we are not doing scrum. And then they say, Well, you're the scrum master. You know, it, it's quite um it's quite a hot it's quite a, an uncomfortable topic to admit that you are in the role of a scrum master, but your team isn't able to fulfil the demands, I suppose, or fulfill the, the benefits that Scrum promotes if you do it properly. And again, mm. that's absolutely fine. But it, it's, it is quite um, a difficult task to raise this with leadership because they don't see – if they see the mechanics, if they see the sprint reviews, they see the daily scrums happening every day, on the surface level, again, that looks very good. That looks um, very promising. Um, it's when you peel back those layers that maybe things aren't quite as good as they seem. And again, that is absolutely fine. I just feel like we we need to be a bit more uh, upfront about that, and no one, and you know, make people feel safe enough that they're not going to lose their, their job. job trying to influence agility in an organization now personally i don't have a problem with the scrum master title i think there's more important topics to be discussing Um, however it can be limited sometimes it can be limiting because people are afraid of trying kanban because they're a scrum master and that's what they should be doing so i suppose there's an argument or there's a there's a challenge there also you're a scrum master this is your remit, and then you shouldn't move beyond that. I think that's the challenge, and I think that's where the invisible or very visible hierarchy sometimes of agile coach and scrum master comes into its own, which I know you've spoken about before, so I'm not going to touch too much on that.
0: And I, funny enough, I I quite like getting out of the remit, (laughs) Because <laughs> that's where you can influence things and things yeah. can actually change. Uh, I'm going to quote one of my previous guests, Chris Pitts, who, who says, You know, our challenge, should we choose to accept it, is to produce a potentially releasable increment every sprint. And that's yeah. what we're going to do. And then you look at your team and you ask them, Okay, what's stopping us? From that? What's stopping that from happening? Uh, and those are the things we need to address. and and then we can say we're doing scrum like i said agility is is a belief system or a philosophy or a mindset it's not really a method or a set of processes and uh i I really do believe you can certainly be agile without doing scrum and without doing kanban it's Mm. It's in the way you just work on a day to day basis. And do you have that safety to do to be a little bit disruptive?
1: And what's your feedback? I think group? yeah. I think if you if you take agile off the table, right? i mm. all and, and this is from my previous job and to to work in the corporate world, is it a good idea to meet with your team once a day or at least a couple of times a week? Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good idea. Mm. Shall we refine not in a scrum sense, but shall we look at upcoming work to make sure there's not too many surprises? That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Shall we show off and review what we've done every couple of weeks? Again, probably a good idea. And is it a good idea to hold up to hold up the mirror to ourselves as a team to look at our values, principles, processes together as that single unit? If you take Agile off the table, those things, for any team, you know, just just makes sense in, in right, is, one yes. man's opinion. That doesn't mind that doesn't mean to say I'm right. But there's fundamental things that just make sense for any team. You don't have to necessarily put a put a label on it. But if you do put a label on it, you have to commit to, to trying to do it as, as well as you can. Mm. Otherwise you're just it's fault it's vanity metrics, isn't it? It's ticking a box of doing scrum when are you really that, that
0: sort of thing? And um, what's the velocity? <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. The velocity? Exactly.
1: How, how many story points have you delivered?
0: I've said this already. Twenty years ago, we were asking how many lines of code have you written. Now everybody's asking, "What's your velocity? What's your velocity?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, are we delivering value or are we delivering stuff? I think we've covered this. And apart from the fact that the the certification even if you're not going to do Scrum within a company, the certification they always look for is Scrum Master, which is a bit, even though that's a certification I've got, it's a bit, oh. And I think it comes from the certification factory, for want of a better word, that Mm -hmm. we're now uh, finding ourselves in, that to be an agile person, you have to have A, B, C, D certifications.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. The only thing I would say about that is, I, do, I think it's a phase, and what I mean by that, just to clear it, you don't hear anyone saying there's a problem with Prince two certifications, uh, for example. Uh, no one, no one's throwing that methodology under the bus, and they've and, and arguably they've been churning out courses for years. All of a sudden, there's, there's this spotlight on Agile. Um, and this, I think that the, the reason i not I don't really not get passionate it's probably not the right term, but the reason I have an opinion on this is because there's some fantastic trainers out there who both, yep. who both have the, the, the real world experience and they do training because they have a genuine want and desire to, to, to help educate people to go out into the, the corporate world or the workplace and do this stuff properly and i feel sorry for no matter what framework you are training i feel like some people get associated with a framework and then get thrown under the bus Mm. when we have to remember we we talk a good game in the agile community about being kind about being respectful i think we need to remember that when we are so when we're thinking that people's value comes from the courses they are trying to sell
0: i think that's a perfect place to move on great and the next topic is marketing yourself as a scrum master i'm glad you picked this because (laughs) <laughs> uh, your LinkedIn page is much more successful than mine, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, so I could probably use some tips. And and like I said a second ago, I'm really liking your. I think they're literally one minute bite sized videos you're doing lately, yeah. and they're getting some good engagement.
1: Ah, can I let you start this one as well? Yeah, I think I think the reason I chose it is one just to to explain. Yeah, I'll set it up by saying why I why I chose it and I think I get a few messages asking um, you know how to become a swim master what how do you come up with content so on and so forth and the honest truth is if the market didn't dictate that's what was needed to get people's attention I probably wouldn't do it I it's it's a good outlet for me because i've always liked just sort of sharing my thoughts but i probably wouldn't do it as often or as publicly as i do if i didn't know it got recruiters companies attention right that, that's that's yeah. the reality
0: yeah.
1: um, and i think pe- people get quite not 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 afraid but they get cautious of trying to post Content if they're not comfortable, and that is fine, that is absolutely fine. No one should ever put pressure on anyone to post content, it's just that it works when you're trying to get in front of people, and yeah. it's about finding the right medium that works for you, whether that be writing a long form article and then splitting that into smaller posts. Is it about writing an article and then turning that into a video and then you've got two pieces of content? Is it around doing something like this? When you've got the video content, you've got the audio content, and you could probably transcribe it. It's about showing people what's on the menu because more often than not, they're not going to order what they don't see, right? Mm, mm. And again, this is just my opinion. It's not to say it's right. It's not to say it's wrong. And I'm, what I'm definitely not saying is to make up experience and to make up scenarios that haven't happened. But sharing ones, wins, losses, challenges, scenarios, articles, you don't even, you don't really have to be that original. You can just say, I've read this, you know, what What do you, what, what do you what, did you, what does my network think? But I think the world is in a place where marketing yourself and having a, a reputation, also known as a personal brand, but your personal brand is just your reputation, is is going to be key, especially in, in a post-IR35 Britain as well. You you sort of have to start thinking like a business. And one aspect of running a business is having a, some sort of marketing Um strategy as well and i think as scrum masters and agile coaches so to really i don't i don't think to prove our worth but to show what we bring to that table i think people um warm to being honest about what you're going through it doesn't always work like I've, i've i've probably put companies off with how honest or how uh you know the the, the the type of content I put out, but my aim isn't to work with those companies. My aim is to work with the ones who do like my stuff, yes, and I might say one thing in a certain way, and people might ignore it. You might say something in your tone, your way of communicating, and they you know they might understand it, but the message of agility is still spreading um and that's the main thing. I went off on a bit of a
0: tangent there sorry that's absolutely fine but I like the point you made about finding the right medium Mm. for you and I was thinking this was months ago before this podcast started I, I need to do stuff and I need to you know just to keep my mind fresh a meetup group didn't feel right partly because It would be a, if I were to put together a meetup group, it would end up being exactly like Keep Agile. And I thought, well, that's a bit redundant. There's already a meetup group, which is doing the sort of meetup group I would do. And the podcast just felt my way of doing it. And to some extent, I know I'm limiting my audience by having a podcast rather than by having videos, but it just works for me. Yeah, which is why I'm doing the podcast, and it's always it's always nice to talk about. Oh, you got a podcast? That's really interesting. a lot of people still think. Oh, that's really modern. That's really innovative. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it's something to put on the CV as well, isn't it? Like yes. you can put the link to the podcast on a PDF CV, and people, if you're the hiring manager, they can then. Um, it's another sort of insight into how you work as that oh. individual. Um, I just think for me... Sorry, go on. But I
0: was going to say, where one person who said, oh, I checked out your podcast, I ended up binging on most of it. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's, a, that's a really good
1: <laughs> compliment. I just think the world isn't going to go backwards in that sense. Mm, you know, mm. you, there, there has to be a... I, I, I'm, because I run run the business. I, I just think it's the the days of having a five year contract in one place on a day rate this time next year that you know that's not gonna happen or yeah. it shouldn't be happening anyway. It shouldn't so be have happening to start... anyway, no. Yeah, yeah. So I think from from my point of view, thinking more like a business and less like a contractor leads to the, the, the marketing um, and the content and just to say that people worry about their engagement hand on heart a good amount of the, the leads I get are from people who don't like who don't comment they, they're just seeing the consistency of, of um, value add or potential value add depending on who you are oh. to, to the, the community you are, you are trying to work with And just because someone isn't actively engaging doesn't mean they're not passively engaging, seeing you on a day-to-day basis.
0: But also the point of um, putting out some content. Uh, My most popular LinkedIn post was someone else's video.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't Uh, have to be... With
0: me putting a comment on it and it started some really good conversations. Without going over the top about it, oh, check me out, I'm reading a book. Oh, check me out, I'm online. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think we're, uh, I don't think we should cross a line where we're trying to be social influencers or whatever.
1: No, Uh, it's it's about the whole, it's about the, if you think about agility or agile in general, it's trying to add value to the consumer, right? Yes. And I think that's what, I only talk about, two things and that's leaving the forces leaving the armed forces and agile mm. nothing about home, nothing about family nothing about, I might put like the odd thing but nothing to do with politics I think you you, you know being niche and staying in your lane again that's not a bad thing either mm. because I'm only showing no one can see this because it's audio I'm only showing if you think of a pie chart about 10%, probably less than 10% of what actually goes on in my life because mm. it's focused mm. on leaving the on forces and agile and I'm okay with that. I'm not, I'm not prepared to share anything else and I think you don't have to show everything to to add value to the, to the audience you're trying to, to um, interact with.
0: And I was about to say, make it valuable.
1: Yeah, you know, or try to at least. Some... Don't
0: share content for content's sake.
1: Yeah. And I've done that before. Just, that you know, dopamine is an addictive thing, isn't it? I've probably shared some stuff and I've gone, you know, that, that, that probably wasn't having as much value as I would have liked. But again, just another message. People don't care. You are, you know, they've scrolled past someone's um, news feed, They don't like it. And they probably scrolled on and never thought about it again, you know. That and
0: it's, it's part of the journey, you know. Not yeah. all of your posts will be perfect.
1: No, exactly. I but I think people mine. get are, are a bit um, cautious with that, and I and I understand that it's not for everyone. But I just think if you it it, it doesn't do any harm to your chances of gaining future clients, employment. Mm. contacts, networking, opportunities like this, you know.
0: Cool. And I think that's also a, a wrap on that one. Well, thank you very much for this.
1: No problem. You thank in. you for and,
0: having me on. Oh, absolute pleasure. And again, it was, funny enough, it was engaging with the content that made me think, oh, I'll invite Jack, see what he says.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, any
0: But again, thank you, and hopefully we'll talk again soon.
1: Yeah, take care. Thank you very much.